0: Denebacast is back. The long-awaited revival of the world-famous Denebola podcast at noon south is back. With a little help from former hosts Aiden, Justin, and Brendan, the podcast is back on its feet. As Denebula continues in Volume 62, we're getting into Season 6, Episode 1.
1: Okay, um, just as a little introduction, my name is Neil, I'm a junior, and this is my third year in Denebola.
0: Um, my name is Miles, I'm also a junior, and this is my second year in Dene- Denebula.
1: My name is
2: Tay. I'm a senior, and this is my second year on Denebola.
1: Um, I some things I enjoy doing are photography, spending time with friends, doing my schoolwork, and exercising. It's very healthy of you. Thank you.
0: Um, I like playing baseball. I like spending time with friends. Um, I like I like going out to eat a lot. I like restaurants. Mm.
2: Um, I like making videos, I also like spending time with my friends, and I like biking. Alright, a little bit about Denebicast history. Neil, let's take this away. So yeah,
1: some history on the podcast. Um, I have two older brothers. One of them started this podcast. His name is Ben, and he was a junior. And it wasn't too serious. He was kind of just talking about current topics with his friends. And then um, my middle brother, Aiden, took over with his friends, Brendan and Justin, some Denebola legends and um they really upped the podcast a lot and made it more professional and and just a much better product not to say anything bad about the first one it just it leveled up um and then now we're here with goals of doing the same thing did you know that Denebula cast is actually
2: my second most listened to podcast for my spotify <laughs> wrapped
1: I didn't know that but
2: um, that makes my heart warm to hear I think uh-huh.
0: it's I think it's up there for my spotify too yeah,
2: it's not really saying much. I don't really listen to that many podcasts, but, um, you know, I really do enjoy
1: Denebicast, so I'm glad to be speaking on here. So, um, Tay, as an editor-in-chief, what are, what are your goals for Denebicast this year and Denebicast? So,
2: my goals for Denebicast
1: as a whole is to really get more multimedia flowing, just because I feel like we
2: have such a large platform and a large audience from Newton South really like watches the videos and follows the socials. So I think really getting more photos and videos that aren't just like Fit Check Friday would be really cool to see in the future. As for Denebikas, um, I don't know, just like reporting on school events, but also talking about like funny topics. Like, I don't know, just like in our generation, there's a lot of kind of national drama. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Te, so you're the Denebola social media manager. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you originally get into that?
2: So um, in my like sophomore year, I think, no, junior year, I just like kind of made a lot of like photos and videos for Denebola. And then they wanted to make me editor-in-chief because they thought I was so good. But like I wasn't an editor and I wasn't really on Denebola for that long. So they like made me graphics manager so I could like be an editor and then get to editor-in-chief.
1: And now I'm here. So, um, Miles, as the editor of the sports section of the paper, how's that been going? Why do you think people should join that section, and why do you think people should join Denebola as a whole?
0: Yeah, it's it's been going really well. Um, I think I was honestly uh, surprised when I first joined to know how um, how much of a community Denebola would be. Um, because when, when I first joined the club, I, I sort of felt like I was writing just for my two editors and I didn't get to know other people very well. Um, but this year, I feel like the um, Nebula as a whole has been doing a really good job of creating a community. Everyone sort of gets to know each other. Um, and then amongst the editors themselves, um, we've really gotten to know each other super well. We took a trip down to St. Louis um, for a journalism convention, and that's really uh, when I got to know everyone on the staff super well, um, and it's been super good for our chemistry. Um, And on sports section, I think why I originally joined it was it was a way for me to sort of take my interest in fantasy sports and um, professional sports and sort of make something out of that. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I've I've always been super um, big on fantasy sports and really nerdy about it. I like to read articles and see. Um, who I should pick up for this week or whatnot um, so uh, I thought it would be fun to start writing some of those articles myself um, and I really enjoyed doing that um, and yeah I think that at South sports sports is a big way that um, that we gain spirit um, here at South I think it's one of the best ways to connect our students and um, and these articles have really done a good job of that. Um, I think one example of that is the article is about RMAFL. It's this Remaffle, um, yeah. It's this it's this um, South Football League uh, among the seniors and
1: shout out Griffin Wiley.
0: Shout out Griffin Wiley. Um, and yeah, they've they've been um, they have different matches and different teams uh, during each win block, and um, it's spread to Denebola, where now you can find recaps of each week or. Um, what's what's going to happen in the future or you can read about the playoffs and it's it's definitely um, transformed that league and, and made it a little more professional which has been really fun
2: yeah it's gained a huge following I would say people are very interested in going to the actual meetings and also just like following up it's yeah. A great
1: yeah cool. great mom that was a good uh, that was a good point you brought up about how sports and sports teams are one of the main things that South students bond over and when I look back at my fall, now that it's December, I think that really the only times I felt like the school was in a community and everybody was together was supporting their teams. And Do you think that's a good thing or not so much? Do you think that we need to have more diverse community activities?
0: Um, I think it's a good thing that we're bonding over sports. I don't think that we should take that away for diversity because um, I, I don't think that it's prohibiting us from, um, from creating a community in other areas, um, but I do, I would like to see some more diversity in, in our communities. I, I know that sports gets the most attention and I definitely do feel the most connectedness among the um, South uh, in, in those environments, but it would be nice to see some more uh, diversity.
2: I'd agree. I feel like we, like sports games are really fun, but having more activities like pep rallies or dances would also yeah, be fun, because yeah. not everyone yeah. like enjoys going to sports
1: games. Yeah. I mean, so for pep rallies, I mean, Miles and I are juniors, and we were freshmen when it was remote learning and so like what were those did you experience pep rallies i remember my brothers talking about them but we still haven't even had one
2: i've experienced like one and i don't know it's just like we went to the field house and like there was like dancing and like basketball like i don't really remember but i feel like with more planning and if we actually did pep rallies they could be really fun because i've seen at like my friend's schools they say that their pep rallies are really fun like have you seen those videos of like, um, like musical chairs, like the whole yeah, school? Yeah. Like I feel like that would be really fun for us. Yeah, yeah,
0: I agree. Yeah, that's that's a good way to bring a bond uh, amongst the school without needing to have everyone show up at a sports game or something.
1: So Tay, as a senior, early decisions been coming out the past couple weeks. How has that been? Did you participate in applying early decisions somewhere? So. It's horrible. Everyone, like, is so stressed
2: out. It's so toxic. Everyone's gossiping about who got in where. It's like, oh my god, she's a horrible student. How'd she get into Tufts? Blah, blah, blah. Stuff like that. It's so toxic. I hate it. I hate, like, this competition and I hate this showing off. Like, this girl posted yesterday, like, on Instagram, like, a main post. She was like, I would like to thank Tufts for my acceptance. And I'm just like, so this is really making people feel bad who got rejected on the same day as you. Um. So I don't like it. I did not ED. I'm planning on ed 2 to Wake Forest, so fingers crossed. All It's very stressful, the most stressed I've ever been, because it's, like, your future and whatnot. Um, one thing I do like is the senior, like, Instagram account that posts rejections yeah, from schools. Yeah, I think, honestly, that's a great thing. It's pretty funny, and it's really reassuring to know that not everyone is getting into these crazy good schools, and people are getting rejected. So.
0: Yeah, I, I noticed that page yesterday, last night, and uh, I think it's a really good idea. Um, I showed my parents, and they thought it was sort of silly, but they also appreciated it. That um, Just that it's it, it definitely is reassuring to see that... Um, people are getting rejected. When you only see the acceptances, it feels yeah. like you're the only one who's um, not seeing that s- success. So um, it is sort of refreshing to to see those rejections.
1: Yeah, especially especially at a school like Newton South, where oftentimes I feel myself so fixated on how my peers are doing and comparing that to how I'm doing. And on top of that, just like the emphasis put on grades, whether or not it's intentional or not by administration, I feel like that's something that all students experience.
0: Yeah, and, and on that um, point, I was going to ask you, Tay. do you think that this um, sort of toxic environment uh, surrounding ED right now, do you think that's unique to South or, or sort of um, played up because we're at Newton South High School, or do you think that's sort of widespread?
2: I feel like definitely part of it is the school. We're very competitive, clearly. Everyone's obsessed with college here. Like students like start working from freshman year on their college resumes and everything. So it's definitely that new in south culture, but it, it, it is everywhere in the U.S., which is horrible because there's so much disparity surrounding you know college as- admissions. Me and Miles were texting in the Denevola group chat last night about um the uh, uh, what is it called? Okay.
0: Oh, affirmative, yeah, affirmative, action, affirmative action court case. Court yeah. case.
2: You know, there's all these things that college admissions are very biased. Obviously, tuition. We could get into a whole conversation about this, but maybe we'll leave that for another day because I could really rant about that. Speaking of competitiveness, competitive grades, tests, taking tests, maybe cheating on tests. There was recently (laughs) um, a certain event that happened here in a chemistry class? Biology. Biology. Biology class, my apologies. Um, Students were taking an online test. Tell me if I'm wrong. This is what I've heard from my fellow peers. They were taking an online test and opening up other tabs to search up answers, which is clearly not allowed, but I've heard it was the majority of the class and kind of a repeated trend from past exams. And um, maybe a couple or one student decided to snitch um, and uh, tell teacher And the teacher is now having IT, our tech team, investigate through, like, IP addresses and trying to figure out who cheated and so they could punish them. And there's, like, she made the students, like, sign some sort of, I don't know, Miles.
0: So Neil and I are both uh, in uh, this teacher's class, and um, she teaches four different blocks. And what she made us do was we all had to sign this... um, what was it what would you say it was like
1: a like a like a pledge that we did not cheat nor did we witness any cheating at all
0: yeah and did
1: you guys sign this yeah I I,
0: signed signed this yes um but it was it was sort of a difficult situation to be put in um I think that it was no surprise to any of us that there's cheating going on um during these tests, I mean, you can sort of hear whispers um, during the test and when it's online and the teacher is just sitting at the desk um, and not proctoring at all, um, you, you have something to say?
1: Yeah, well, interestingly enough, the, the teacher actually wasn't even there. It oh, was really? A, for my block, for G-block, it was a, um, a substitute that was there, he's a former head of the science department and and he was there, but I'm not sure if he really knew how to proctor or if he knew that he had to proctor an online test, and so it led to allegations of students cheating, whether or not they actually did.
0: So our first class um, with, with our actual biology teacher back, um, she had us sign this agreement um, in, in class, and, and I think it was difficult for some people because they didn't want to be singled out, um, even if they didn't cheat. Uh, you're technically not allowed to sign it if you knew or observed other people cheating, um, but it's not a great look to not sign that because you heard whispers or something. You're sort of singling yourself out there, um, and that is super stressful for a lot of these kids. Um, so it was sort of a bad situation for all these kids to be put in. There definitely were some kids cheating. It could have been handled much uh, better.
2: There's a lot of pressure there too. She's kind of, It sounds like she's kind of threatening kids absolutely um by like try like saying that she's gonna look into their ip address which doesn't really make sense i don't think you can track open tabs from an ip address so it sounds like more of a closed threat
1: so she's talking about how like she's friends with the the it people and how they're going to be able to even see when like different tabs are being switched whether or not it's in your search history at some point students are like "Is, is this even okay for them to for them to see all of our search history, but then again, people were on an NPS wireless Wi-Fi, and I'm pretty sure you have to like sign certificates, yeah, uh, yeah. stating that you know that your information is public to administration.
0: I'm uh, quite confident that's not illegal for them to uh, try to access that information. Um, is it nerve-wracking a little? Potentially an invasion of privacy. I would say so, but, um, but yeah, I think if they truly want to do that and go through that um, time and effort, they are allowed to.
2: Speaking on someone outside of the class, um, and outside of the grade, actually, I feel like, you know, if a teacher is proctoring an, a test on online with like while not monitoring their screens. It's just, it's highly probable that at least a couple of students are going to easily open up another tab to, you know, check their answer. So, I feel like maybe in the future, you guys will have paper tests. Maybe.
0: Yeah, that's that—that's definitely likely. Um, but yeah, I, I think that um, also in, in this situation, when, when you have a feeling that other kids are cheating and grades start going up and whatnot and everyone's getting A's, there's pressure on you too if, if there's no if there's there are no repercussions for these kids who are cheating and now your grade is struggling while everyone else's goes up that's it's sort of tough for you to sit back and just let that happen um and have full academic um integrity
2: right it sounds like you guys are having to choose between cheating and getting better grades or remaining um slightly more ethical but getting a worse grade
0: yeah, and, and I feel like, like we discussed earlier, at, at this school, like, kids are so focused on grades that um, you, they it sort of gets drilled into your brain.
1: To uh, switch the topic a little bit, the New South basketball team had their first, boys basketball team had their first game last night, and I think they won. Yeah, I heard they won. like, upwards of 15 points or something. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, basketball team. <laughs> What are you guys excited for for this winter season of sports?
0: Um, well, I've, I've heard that this basketball team has a lot of freshmen. Um, they're going to be very young, so we'll see them for a while. I'd like to see them have some success early, um, especially after such a turnover of uh, last year's team. We have none of the five starters uh, still with us, so it'll you, be...
1: Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that there might be less than, like, Four or five returning players,
0: something like that. Yeah,
1: within the whole team,
0: oh, onto varsity. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see um, how Sa- South reacts to such a big uh, change for that team that's had a lot of success recently.
2: What's interesting about that, that team is a lot of, um, of those players in my grade left South to pursue better basketball experiences
1: at other at other private schools. Mm-hmm. Not an uncommon route to take from Newton South considering like our academics are definitely above above average, but when it when it comes to sports when Newton South leaves the DCL, it doesn't get too much too much better. So students definitely wanna repeat grades to have more time for college recruitment and have better coaching and everything. I'm
2: personally very excited for hockey, not because I like the actual sport, but because of the photography and videography for that sport. I feel like it's very visually appealing to watch, you know, it's on a, it's on ice, it's in an arena, yeah. it's in a different location, helmets, very sick, and I don't know, just like, the actions when we're capturing those on camera look amazing.
0: Which are your favorite sports to shoot?
2: so i've only started getting to sports photography last spring so i was only able to shoot like lacrosse field hockey what else baseball baseball softball um this fall i was a little too busy with college apps to really get any other photography and i did a little bit of football but that wasn't very interesting for me because it's kind of slow honestly like i don't know i just i didn't like that as much but i so far i've loved shooting lacrosse um, and I'm looking forward to hockey and gymnastics because I was on the team last year, and it is amazing to capture them like midair. Yeah, you know, yeah. doing these like almost impossible like tricks and whatnot. As a
1: photographer capturing a sport like gymnastics, there's a high chance that after your your shoot, you're you're getting ready to research buying a new camera just because of how how hard it can be to capture the moving subjects because they
2: they go so fast and like kind of unpredictably sometimes if you don't know like exactly what they're gonna do but i it was kind of easier for me to shoot gymnastics because i knew their routines by the end of the season and i could like predict and plan beforehand um you know where they were gonna be and what they were doing
0: um speaking of sports um one of the bigger events going on right now the world cup um big game from messi yesterday you guys have any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I mean, as the greatest player of all time, Messi, I mean, it's only right that his last World Cup ever, he's, he's going to the final with a good chance to, to win it all. What's interesting about this
2: year's World Cup is I feel like there's so much hype around it, especially during school hours. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got kids begging their teachers <laughs> to put the World Cup on the screen in the middle of Spanish class. And, you know, it, it was in Spanish class when, I think, um, Brazil lost and the whole classroom started screaming either in pain or either in joy and you know some kids ran out of the classroom so there's just, it's a big deal for a lot of people and it's really interesting to see that spirit in school
0: Yeah, I I think that's uh, coming back to previous topic that's another way that sports are connecting our school right now um, I'll be having lunch in the cafeteria while a game is going on Um, I remember uh, the game that Brazil got knocked out um, I was having lunch in the cafeteria, and we just had a crowd of, like, 30 kids all crowded around one uh, little Chromebook, um, and they're screaming and, like, jumping and yelling, and it's, it's definitely a scene, and these kids that uh, don't know each other, they'll all flock to this one um, computer, and, and um, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely another way that uh, South is seeing some spirit right now.
2: Wow, that's a really interesting, uh, Point Miles. I love to see the happiness that the World Cup is bringing
1: the school. Definitely. And uh, that being said, I think we're going to be wrapping up this week's episode. Definitely expect more episodes in the future. And feel free to ask us. Let us know who you want to see on the podcast with us. If you want to be on the podcast with us, anybody will be welcomed.
0: This has been the